0: Welcome to MM Plays, our podcast where we design, play, and discuss a game and campaign. Along the way, we will alternate episodes between actual play adventures and the analysis and discussion of games and design theories that relate to the campaign we're playing. For this campaign, we'll be using the mechanics of Cortex Prime, designed by Cam Banks. We randomly selected a theme and ended up with swashbuckling high school urban fantasy. So, join MM Plays as we explore and enjoy a new campaign.
1: And now for the introduction of our players. My name's Chris Nizak and I'll be playing Silas Flamworth, son of the Flamworth family, with a frozen soul that's not my own.
2: I'm Old Man Logan. I'm playing Henrik Gunny Gunderson, son of the enigmatic Winter Wind, and rookie elemental
0: mage. My name is Jerry, and I'm playing Santiago Zircon. He is the rebellious and reluctant scion of a powerful magic family.
3: I'm Phil Vecchione, and I will be your GM. Let's get back into it. A couple days go by. Mm-hmm. It's during school. It's lunchtime, and you guys are scattered about now, because um, I think after the blow-up, you two, right, uh, Silas? We're keeping
2: our distance from each other to mm-hmm.
0: maintain the appearance of...
3: Yeah, Silas and Gunny are definitely not um, are not eating together.
0: He always has lunch with his gang of friends.
3: Also, your Call of Violence mm-hmm. buddies. Yeah, my Call of that's Violence you, That's your guild? It's not super competitive. No. Okay, Silas. I have my own friends. You have your own yes. friends. Okay, Eric and them. While you guys are eating, all three of you unbeknownst to you at the same time get a text message with no number it's not unknown number not block number they're literally Just just no number isn't a number and it says library 600 stacks after
0: school huh that's weird okay i text to silas and then i text to gunny
3: End of school, library, 600 stacks. Three of you are standing there. Then, out from another set of stacks, walks Archie. Hey, Arch. Hey, thanks for coming out, guys. Oh, that was you, huh? I mean, didn't you recognize my no number? Yeah, I recognized it. Good. Thank you for coming out. Sorry for being so clandestine, but I had my reasons. Okay. If you two don't want to stick around like it's fine, I get it.
1: Are you calling in your favor?
3: I am calling in my favor. Well, we Where owe you. you.
0: We're here. All right. Cool. So we're putting the beat down on you?
3: No. Gosh, no, I'm fine. I look at T. I'm
0: like, really? Like, you think he's getting beat up? Well, no, I'm just wondering if somebody's picking on him. That's why we call all three of us together at once. I mean, we could.
2: No, I need, I need your help. just we have a reputation for roughing people up that are being bullies. Do you think he I've needs... dealt
0: with bullies before. Do you think he needs help with a bully? I don't know.
2: How about we let Archie tell us what's
1: going
3: on? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Not a bad idea. Thanks, guys. Here's the deal. I want to ask Robinson, Robbie, to prom. So the guy with the red right shaggy hair. Yeah, Robbie. You know from from guardians class. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of preoccupied. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, I uh, I need a little help, and I thought I would call in my favor. What do you want? So I need two things. One, I think Robbie's into me, just not hundred percent sure. So I'm hoping that like one of you could kind of just. Figure that part out. Talk to Robbie, kind of, you know, be smooth about it and see if you can't just kind of find out if Robbie's into me.
2: All right, that's one of you guys. I'm not smooth. Yeah, I'll do it. No okay. problem. Silas is Dr. Love
0: among three of us.
1: Don't ever say that again. Ever. That was just
0: <laughs> You have a, a girlfriend. You actually like know how to do this sort of thing and talk to people.
1: I look at Archie and I'm like, I don't have a girlfriend. My girlfriend left. Remember? Yeah. So I don't have a girlfriend.
2: He meant that you've had a girlfriend before. Therefore, you must be better at it than we are because we don't.
1: It's not like I have a date for prom, but yeah, I will go talk to Robbie. We don't have to talk about it anymore.
3: Sorry if you feel uncomfortable about it, but if you could talk to Robbie, that would be awesome. What's the other part? So if Robbie is into me, and like I said, I think he is, I want to do a (laughs) promposal. Did I not invade a, a phone? For you? No, we'll do it. <laughs> there we go.
0: I got no problem. I just think it's hilariously awesome. You know, Robbie might actually like that kind of thing. I, he might. I don't know him really that well.
3: I want to do it in the Grove. So, nothing mundane. Like, I want to do something big. Oh, now we're talking. This should be yeah. fun. But Something over the top? I don't have the kind of magical ability that does something spectacular like that. Talking like, I need something... Big, flashy, like romantic. Can kind you of dance? Thing. What? Can you dance? I dance a little. Can you sing? I was in chorus, like all through middle school. I got an idea.
0: I got an idea too. You tell me, hit me. I've been working on controlling my. I mean, with all of them, with controlling my my earth magic. Uh huh. What if instead of having all my sandstone things duplicate me, when he starts dancing, he gets a crowd behind him that's all him dancing. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm, I'm into this. Okay, okay. you could do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What. So like, uh, I could also like make a curtain of like snow particles flying around and I could like have like them, a snow globe, like a thing.
2: snow globe too. Yeah. I can move it around with the air.
1: Oh, see, there we go. We'll play some music. We could do, I don't know, pick, pick your favorite boy band. I'll find a song. Okay.
3: Yeah. 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 All right. So you guys are in for this. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Why
2: not? We owe you.
0: We'll do you salad. All right. You're a friend. We do it anyway, man.
3: Man, you guys are great. That's awesome.
0: I will talk to Robinson. Okay. I also want to go to the Grove. I want to talk to somebody else. Oh, yeah, sure.
3: It's after school. You can head out okay, to the Grove.
0: Go You're going to head off to talk to Robinson.
3: This can happen like in the next couple of days. Like, let's say it's a Wednesday, like, you know. I'm going to wait till tomorrow, Thursday, to talk to him during lunch. Yeah, it's
0: fine. I'm going to talk to somebody today after. I'll go right there during your junior guardian training. Yeah, that's cool.
3: Let's cut to that. So, yeah, you, you head out of the library and head over to the Grove. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of people there. Miss Cortez is there. Now that it's spring, even though the Grove is heated, it's a lot easier just for people to walk in and out. So you guys are like constantly out at the grove now.
0: He's uh, going to go over and see who's there first and all the Junior Guardians practicing and training and everything. Yeah, there's a good
3: collection of all the usual suspects. He's
0: going to search out Bo.
3: Bo is leaning up against a tree mm-hmm. with a big pillow behind her head with her eyes closed. Just to remind you, Bo has black pigtails with actual bows on them, right? Like a real mm-hmm. Wednesday Adams kind of look. She's just kind of like goth Lolita dressed, not over the top. Lolita, but, like, enough to convey it in school without making a spectacle of it in school. Eyes closed, head on a pillow, leaning up against a tree while everyone else is, like, sparring and
0: stuff. He stands there for a second watching, because when Bo's awake, they're super energetic and bouncing around over the place. Yes. So, <laughs> he'll walk over first and just kind of, not because uh, I think we established that he and Bo have known each other for a while. Oh, yeah, you yeah. guys were, like, you guys have been... Um, Friends since kids, mm-hmm. yeah. He'll wait, just stand there, because he knows that eventually she'll be aware that he's there and wake up.
3: There's like a bit of a delay and then like you shiver for a second, like just a spontaneous shiver. And then like Bo's eyes open, still laying on the ground with a pillow behind her head. And she looks up and she's like,
0: oh, hey, T. Hey. And he'll squat down and sit cross-legged next to her. So he's not looming over her. Even sitting down, he's looming over her. But <laughs> did you want a nap? No, I want to uh, talk. Some of us can do both. Interesting. I don't think I can do that. I don't know if I talk in my sleep. I don't know. It's Nobody's like, ever been around when I'm sleeping. Maybe I talk in my sleep. Anyway,
3: she looks at you and she's like, mm, "Probably could help with that." Anyway, I'm awake, so okay. What can I do for you? Well, you know, the uh, prom's coming up. She looks around, eyeing up everybody else in the grove. Right? No one's yeah. no one's paying attention yeah. to you guys. Right? It's just,
0: mm hmm. I mean, I'm even on the prom committee now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm what? Pretty, uh, what exactly? Well, you... set up because I can lift things, and then oh, of course, and the yeah, mu- and then the music. Strong. It's music because we need something a little different, but still. No way. Tasteful. Yeah. They put you on the music committee? I'm part of the music committee. I mean, do they know your taste in music? Yeah, but that that's part I'm not of, saying I it's think, a bad thing. I'm saying it's awesome. Well, I think that's why, because we want a little bit of everything. It's a magical night, so they want like everybody involved. They don't want to have just the dance club kids or just the country kids. They want everything. I might even get my group to go to the prom. Interesting. No slam dancing though.
3: No, that's fair. I wouldn't want to tear a dress or anything. Exactly.
0: Anyway. That's my thought too. Kids are there to have fun. You don't want to tear your dress? No, though I think my mom wants to put me in a tux for this thing. Moms. So that means you're going. I hadn't decided if I was going or not yet. I mean, you want to go with me? Oh,
3: <laughs> is that what? Oh, oh, she like stands up, right? <laughs> like at this point she stands up and she's like, oh, you came to ask me. Yes. Oh, then yes, I definitely do want to go. And then she's like, not sure if she should sit down or stay standing or sit back down.
0: She's like, you should stand. Okay. He gets back up and stands up. And then she jump hugs you. <laughs> He'll scoop her up with one arm and hold her for a second, give her a big hug, yeah. put her back down. Great, great, great. That's awesome. Well, okay. I don't know. Have you worked out a lot of details? Well, not yet. I wasn't sure you know, okay. if you were going and if you'd say yes. We could work out the details together. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think Silas might be getting a car, a limo. He has a car, right? Yeah. You have yeah. a car. I have a car. No, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that. You better have somebody else drive you there. Yeah. Silas is cool. I would totally go hang out any other, any other your friends going that we want to
3: oh I, I don't know yet I, I mean I guess I'll ask around
0: I mean this is really cool we should talk about colors and stuff do you I, like black I love black me too okay black it is black black I like
3: black and you know like if you were thinking like flowers black's probably hard to get so like white probably would be
0: White, what's good White would be okay with that
3: and again You've known Bo for a long time, right? Bo has no sense of personal space, so she's, like, really close to you as she's talking about this.
0: He is very, very still. Initially, this is a little off-putting to him, so he's trying not to, like, back up at the same time. He's not, not enjoying this. (laughs) So
3: She keeps talking, then she's like, oh, goodness, I'm doing it, right? She's like, oh, hang on, and she puts, like, one hand on your chest, and she takes, like, one step back, and she's like... That's probably more appropriate. He puts one hand on her and he said, just be yourself. Okay, well, I'm really excited about going to prom. <laughs> I am too. Do we need to talk to Silas? Are you guys doing some sort of um, after party? Like, wh- what do you guys want to do?
0: After party is something,
3: and he stops for a second. He's like, well, we can work on details. Yeah. We don't, have yeah. To, we don't have to worry about all the details. Yeah, we've got time. Well, since um, you were so awesome to ask if I would go, I would like to return the favor and I will go buy our tickets. Oh.
0: Wonderful. I think I know where you can get some being the prom committee.
3: Right. Of course. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so great. Silly. That's great. Cool. All right. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I didn't know I was going and I definitely, I didn't think you were going to ask me. I really thought you were going to like ask Ash. Ash and I are friends. I mean, that's why I thought you were going to ask Ash.
0: You and I are friends too, but I, I, I'd like to go to the prom with you. Okay. I'm going to go
3: text a few people. Okay. Are you sticking around for the rest of, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to explode if I don't text a few people. So, okay. Okay. All right. Just,
0: I'll, be, I'll be right back. He just braces himself against the tree for a second. She walks away. He's like... <sighs> that's out of sigh once she's out of re- re- earring. Go it's ahead. a large sigh. Yes.
3: <laughs> Ash like walks by, gives you the nod. Nice job. Respect. Fist bump. Yeah. Clunk. Gives you a fist bump, keeps walking.
1: Kind of a scene with Lisa where she asked me to sell tickets for the
3: prom? Oh, 100%. It's like homeroom the next day. Hey, Silas. She plunks a thing of tickets down. What are these? They're prom tickets, or for you, they're penance for getting that question wrong. Seriously? They don't sell themselves. They kind of sell themselves, but I need them to get sold. And you, she takes out the binder, flips a couple pages. You're not on any other subcommittees, so I'm conscripting you to busk some tickets. So
1: if I sell these tickets, you're going to stop yelling at me?
3: Is that what you want? Yeah. Okay, you sell these tickets. You're going to stop being bitter about the academic decathlon stuff? (sighs) We have next year. We do. I'm sure if we did some practices over summer, we could get back into our fall shape again.
1: I mean, you should just work with Arlo on that. You two can get really good and be the one-two punch for the academic decathlon team.
3: Oh, I got plans for Arlo this summer. He's got a lot of work.
1: I don't really need to know about that. (laughs) Tickets.
3: Silas, tickets.
1: Okay, hair, Herr Harris. Make them Go. I picked them up. Anybody want some tickets? Prom tickets. Got prom tickets here. Prom tickets. You'll get better at
3: it. Don't worry. You're going to be just fine. She pats you on the shoulder and walks away. You want
1: to buy one, Lisa? No. I already have mine. Thank you. Did you? Did I don't. uh, Let me look at the binder. I guess you did buy yours. Never
3: mind. (laughs) Go check out your friend T. Rumor is, on chat, he just asked Bo out to the prom. Yeah, he told me last night. Good for him. They probably need tickets. They probably do.
1: I would, but uh, Bo wants to buy the tickets for us, so he probably yeah, go that, find Bo. My, Bo. do you want to buy some tickets?
3: I texted her. <laughs> yeah.
1: I got some tickets for you.
3: All caps back. Yeah, I do. I need two. Okay, I have... I'm going with T. I heard, like... <laughs> the text... I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. Texts keep coming. <laughs> like, instead of texting you all, like, one text, instead <laughs> of hitting return, she just keeps hitting send. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: fine. I just, I just, I just put my phone away for a while, turn it on silent. Yeah, it just vibrates in your pocket. Oh god, I'm doing it again. Sorry. Cut to lunch. Tickets, tickets, who wants tickets? Hey Robinson, you want some, you want some tickets to prom?
3: Oh, um, I, I, yeah, I probably need one. I hadn't thought about it. You don't have a date? Mmm, I don't know. I really hadn't thought through.
1: (laughs) Interesting. I heard that there was somebody that was interested in asking you.
3: Really? Yeah. Like his eyes perk up. He's um just sitting there. He's got like a tray of food that were he's. You,
1: were you planning on asking anybody?
3: Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I I, didn't, I hadn't thought about it. Well, you know, there's. I, I start listing the, listing some people off that I heard about, and then I leave some emphasis on Archie. You can give me a little role for this. Let me tell you what's at stake here, right? Um, sure. Robinson's known for not being the sharpest of the um, junior guardians. I need you to, one, uh, you're trying to float this idea. About Archie to get a response and probably to plant an idea but I need you to do it without Robinson thinking that you might be interested in asking
1: it seems reasonable okay so I'm gonna go with a uh, son of a flameworth because you know this is not too far away from interrogating a person for information <laughs> strangely enough these skills go back and forth strangely enough d8
3: for school Do you think Geek or Performer or... Well, I think it depends on how you want to sell it. Performer for sure if you're actually playing this, right? If you're like actually playing Robinson to like... Yeah,
1: I am playing Robinson. We'll do Performer. That's fine.
3: Robinson, the difficulty of this is a D6 because Robinson isn't actually trying to resist anything. Also picked up a D6 for um, their uh, distinction. A little bit dumb. Okay. (laughs) They're just not quite as bright as everybody else. Ten total.
1: That's a lot.
3: That's not small.
1: I got a 16 with a one. <laughs> Take that, Vecchione. Me rolling two eights on two two eights out of dice. I mean,
3: I'm impressed. I feel like I want to buy the... Uh, I don't know what you're going to buy it for. Nah, I don't think I have anything to buy. As <laughs> much as fine. I want to buy because I just like giving you plot points. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't think I have a thing for it. But with your heroic success, I'm going to tell you this heroic success kind of banks itself for the promposal. Sure, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just above the board tell you that it is a trait called, I owe you guys. Like Robinson's gonna be like so thrilled Yeah 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 yeah. So I owe you guys D6 So he's interested in, in Archie? He is Easy
1: Let's come back and play that out real quick Cool so I'm like I heard there was Donatella And there was Marcy And then mm-hmm. there was uh, Leslie and Larry And Archie and
3: You mean Archie's, uh, Archie doesn't have a date for the problem?
1: No not at all Oh
3: just assumed he would No,
1: he doesn't. Hmm. But he might be interested in going to the prom with somebody.
3: Oh, you think he's got somebody picked out?
1: Somebody with hair that might be red. Oh, competition. Mm
0: -hmm. T and Robbie are kindred souls now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's with you. Like, he just doesn't realize it's quite him. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's now ruminating, right? Like, he's like, Archie, hmm that would Archie, I bet Archie
1: would be fun you want to buy a couple tickets
3: yeah I do
1: awesome I
3: want to buy two yeah a couple here you go yeah thanks Silas you're welcome alright two tickets to prom hey and worst case if Archie says no I I can uh, eat one sure I text Archie I'm like you You get like a couple of emojis you have never seen before on a phone Like Archie just makes them right Like they just pop up like Oh so excited uh, Tell me that the proposal part is going well Can you group text us together In a way that
1: no one can tell Oh yeah I got this Thanks
3: You guys are in a uh, private group chat That Archie just bends into existence
1: You guys ready to deep rehearse this thing after school today? Yeah, yeah Okay Because then we're going to do it tomorrow I like that plan Okay The sooner the better
3: all right, yeah. After school, you guys start rehearsing. Just helping people be happy. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's nice. Okay, Archie, what tune is it that you want to do this to? Oh, uh, I'm thinking something classical, like real, like old school in sync or something.
0: Okay, how about? Just, I want it that way.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good one, right? Yeah. Oh man, I remember my parents playing that in the car.
0: Mm-hmm. Larger than life, the danceable thing.
1: It is. We can just do the first one, that's fine. Okay. They're
0: all danceable. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they're 90s I, boy bands. I band
1: feel stuff. like the whole premise of those tunes was for them to be danceable.
3: Yes, they're all danceable.
1: That's really old though. It's like older than us, like twice as old as we are.
2: Yeah, I'm not whatever. Sure we with any of those, but you guys go. That, that works.
1: Here, hang
3: on. Your phone now has the song,
1: which we can't play for copyright reasons.
3: Yes. <laughs> Correct. You can't play for copyright reasons. Otherwise, they take versions. our shit down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, use your imagination, folks. That's <laughs> Yes. It's boy band music. Good times. So what does this rehearsal look like then? Yeah, what does this rehearsal look like? The three of us are gathered
1: together out At in the, the grove. grove yep. yeah. Well, the four of us. because. Yep. Oh, she's so he's going to be out there with us? Archie's going to be there to, to do the dance part. Sure.
0: Okay. And the singing part. You're making earth duplicates. Yeah, I, I, I would have I brought one of those little Bluetooth speakers with us so we can like, just play our phone and get the music playing. Smart. And just set it aside with my phone next to it and get it playing. Once he starts choreographing his dance, I will get what I can to get the mm-hmm. after images working with him.
1: That's pretty good, Archie. You almost got him, like, right from the video.
3: Archie's got, like, the video up. One of Archie's abilities can pull a, um... Holographic version of the video out? Like, he's got his phone on the ground, and it's just now, it's like a big screen TV in the air. Well, damn, that's cool, Archie. What did you
1: need us for? We could have just laid a bunch of phones down, and you could have done that.
3: No, like, that's not as cool.
2: This I mean, is... once you add in the ice crystals in the snow, and yeah. I start making shapes out of them, I'm with you. Like I can blow them around and make hearts. And th-
3: oh, cool! Besides that, I can't. I can't do choreography and keep a whole spell
0: going. Oh, okay, that's fair. Okay, Bo, explain a little bit to me. Part of the thing with the proposal thing is like not just doing it yourself, but like having people that will help you. So it's a bigger spectacle. Okay, if there's more people involved, that makes sense. And so it shows more of a commitment kind of thing. Are you going out with Bo? Yeah, she didn't text you about that.
3: Well, she texted me a bunch, but I. Uh... Don't tell her, but I, I have to keep her in a muted folder. Like, you know, she does that thing where she texts like, and hits send every time she should I, hit return. I pull
1: out my phone and look at the 57 messages <laughs> yeah. to no responses, and I put my phone back in my pocket. Anyway. Are you two dating? I thought you just were going to the prom together. We're not sure. We're definitely going to the prom together. That's cool.
0: Very cool. Very cool.
1: Me? She asked me if we were going to go in the, if she could come in the limo that I rented, which is yeah. fine.
0: I told that, I told her you were doing that and that we were going to,
1: didn't I, did I forget to tell you that? Yeah. She took care of it. Don't worry. Here's. More the organized. second text message <laughs> okay. chain. Okay. Do <laughs> you want to um, come, come with us too? Oh, yeah,
0: really?
2: Yeah. That would be very cool. You can't come. Reasons? No, no, that's... Absolutely.
1: We don't like each other right now.
2: Oh. Little we're bit just, of a thing.
1: We're just doing this because we owe you. Oh. And
2: because, you know, you're, you're a good guy. Yeah, you're a good guy. We would have done it even if we didn't know True facts. Yet. Some things are more important than strife.
3: No, I, I appreciate that. I'm just... I'm always sad when friends of mine are having disagreements. Is there anything I can do to help?
2: No, either one of us is too stubborn headed to let it last for too long. So I eventually I'm sure.
1: All right. Well, as soon as he stops being poor.
2: Wow. You do want my help here, right? I mean, he wants your help. All right. Well, let's
3: uh, let's get back into it. Three, four, five, six. All right. You guys can set a uh, asset for this. Okay. Okay. You can pick the difficulty for the asset level you want to create. Build up a pool. And uh, I'm going to tell you, it's just gonna be a standard D eight because you're just doing magic. Um,
1: I have the easiest job. I make ice crystals, so I should
3: probably not roll. I can try it. Are we all contributing a dire or what's the deal? One of you should build up a pool and um, get help from at least one of you. You two have the most more
0: complicated parts. So. Yeah, that that's fine. I'll, I'll set the pool up. Uh, D ten for my emo. This is definitely all about emotion, man. Putting in the, putting the heart in it. I yep. feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is D eight for school. It's really well. Would, would mage work here or would it be? It's more school. This is this is definitely probably. No, this, this could be magical. Well, then I'll do I'll do magic yeah
3: because yeah, I mean it's not it's not veil business it's
0: okay. just using magic and uh, I will do not just a huge dumb guy oh there we go and then I'm gonna by the in. way when you set that to a d4 it's sometimes huge dumb guy yeah yeah <laughs> and then I'll add in my I'll add one of my magic dice one of my mage dice
3: okay and then if you want help from Gunny yeah. yep. you can you can get a d8 for me to represent my contribution
2: with controlling
3: okay. the before yeah. you roll yeah. and before I roll to set it what die do you want this to be at as an asset it can be a six i'm gonna roll a difficulty of 2d6 if it's an eight i'm gonna roll 2d8 we'll push for this you wanna yeah. go d i mean 10? let me be clear you're still gonna make a roll at the proposal this yeah. is
0: just the I asset mean, like you guys have practiced we'll give him a d8 we'll definitely give him a d8 at least
1: yeah because if we mess it up it yeah.
0: goes the other way yeah. yeah yeah we'll give him a we'll give him a d okay
1: or potentially can
0: mm-hmm.
1: i rolled a
2: 10 you can do it
0: you can do it oh yeah That's a a 15. I can get a 15 with a D10 effect die.
2: Um, I don't remember how it works. No, it's fine. It's heroic, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how it works for creating a trait, though. I can't remember offhand. It's either a D8 or a D10. It's up to you.
4: I went and looked up test-created assets in the Cortex Prime core rulebook. The difficulty of the test is the cap on how high the trait can be when you make the test. The effect die from the test is the actual trait rating. So, for instance, if the cap was D8 on the trait, like we picked D8 for the trait that we wanted to create and we had a D12 effect die, it still would only end up being a D8 trait. So the gym can cap it. That's the rule here.
3: I'm going to feel gracious. We're at a place where thinking big and being big is uh, D10. Promposal rehearsal. It makes sense to me with the rules, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's no, fine. Okay, that's a D10 floating out there for you guys when it's time to launch the promposal. The
1: promposal rehearsal.
3: Yeah. Yes. The I choreography well. set. Yeah. You're going to call Casey
2: and ask her to the prom or what? We're going to be chatting later on uh, Discord, playing uh, some, some
3: COV. After you guys finish up, Archie comes over to you, T, mm-hmm. and is like, Hey, that beef between the two of them, like, is it super serious? Like, are they going to, like, throw down or something? Or are they just, like, blowing off steam on each other?
0: Well, I'm not sure. There's a, I mean, there's a reason why I'm always around when the two of them are around. Yeah,
3: it's, it's too bad.
0: I'm not just a big dumb guy, but sometimes I'm a big dumb guy.
3: Just saying. I just I thought they got along better since... Uh, Gunny joined.
0: I think that the I think that being in the knowledgeable oh, the, oh, the uh, academic, uh, yeah, yeah, decathlon, thing. Yeah. Oh, I think that that put a lot of strain on them.
3: Yeah, hopefully they'll
0: shake it off. I mean, you know, Gunny's trying to fit in because he's new to all this. Sure, Silas has a whole "I'm the son of a flameworth legacy" thing. He's always got to he's always got to be the yeah. So I mean, Silas so has it's, been
3: like that since he was a freshman. I know, but it just not even it's, it's have a, magic back then. It, he was like that.
0: It's a conflict. That's just it. I think he's always had magic. I mean, didn't we always all have magic? We used to know how to tap it.
3: I mean, I like Silas and all, but he's a pretty latecomer to the whole thing. Like, I didn't think he was going to make the cut at one point. I mean, no beef against him. He's fine. He's Silas. But uh, he was acting like a Flamesworth for a while before he could conjure anything.
0: That's because he's a Flamesworth. Man, that's the truth. It's one thing I've learned about Silas. (laughs) You never, ever count him out. Don't get me wrong. I got no beef with Silas oh, I know or that. anything well, no, you don't. He's
3: plenty fine. I'm just, tell,
0: I'm just telling you, man, when, when you think he's beaten, you would not believe the shit he pulls out at the last minute.
3: Well, if he could have just pulled that out in the last decathlon, either one of them.
0: Yeah, I think Lisa takes that more seriously than anybody else.
3: Oof. Must be tough to be on the bad side of Lisa. It's always. That's the reason I didn't join decathlon.
0: She scares me. <laughs> Only if you care about that sort of thing. I mean, I, I care about the decathlon because my friends are in it.
3: No, I mean, That's I thought important. about it for a while. I mean, you know, nerd. Anyway, all right. So as long as... The, I mean, they're
0: okay, like... Oh, yeah, at least for tomorrow. They will bring their A game tomorrow.
3: I know, you know, this is a big deal for me, and you guys are great, so I'm going to... I trust you. So if you think they're going to be fine, I, I believe... It. Thanks, man.
0: Neither one of them is going to let you down. Gives you a hug. All right. I give him a big hug back. Okay.
3: Cut to you playing Call of Violence. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the handle on the Pitchfork Flamethrower, <laughs> which is literally a flamethrower that ends in three prongs that all light up at the same time like you can fire it one prong at a time or you can burn more fuel by setting all three of them off at the same time uh, and if you time it right you can hit three opponents or you can just like literally melt an opponent if you put all three prongs on them but it's a beast like it's a Man, beast to control this thing is this thing is come difficult. on you're doing fine it's cool as hell though yes yeah, just um feather the button when you're like you don't want to hold the button down because right. it gets it gets too much like a hose right it gets a little out of control you want to feather it so that it just it produces this like intermittent stream yeah 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 And you know, just and then just light them up sure 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 yeah I can see what you mean if you yeah okay don't mash the button exactly
2: okay, Gotcha. all right we're good we're good it would probably be a lot easier if I could check the the settings of the system up a little bit more but this rig's just it's kind of choking still so
3: yes like a newer rig would definitely help your game, but a rig can't do everything. You gotta be a good player. You definitely have the chops for it. Like you're doing fine, but yes, a newer rig with a better um, refresh and all that's gonna definitely help with the flamethrower. Pitchfork flamethrower is really kind of a high end. It's just kind of, it, like I said, a lot of people like the trebuchet, but yeah, this is, this is a finesse weapon. I mean, chainsaw
2: trebuchet is kind of a, a, a... Well, let's be honest, it's kind of a noob weapon. She's
3: like, oh, so you're now not a noob, huh? I mean, I feel like I'm getting some good instructions, so, you know. I mean, I've taken you under my wing. I'm doing the best I can. I appreciate it. Maybe you're in a place where, uh, I don't know, maybe we could play a match and if you uh, do well enough, I could introduce you to the uh, the rest of my clan. Really? I mean, we're always looking for new people to join. That may be good. If you think you can keep up with me. I can try. You definitely can try. Good luck. All right. I'm starting a new match. Get ready. All right. Bring it. This is a um, 3d8 difficulty. 2d8 mm-hmm. just because she's a good player and a d8 because she is actually a really good player. She's a worm clan player.
2: We'll go geek on this one. It's my d10. We got an 8 for uh, eight for school or veil. Either way. 6, 1, half a dozen of the other.
3: That's a pretty school kind of thing. This is also a pretty veil kind of thing.
2: Sure is, and because I'm trying to get on the inside here with my uh, renegade skills, that'll be the 88 eight from that. I'm trying to think if there's any way I can swing something else into this.
3: I feel like you could pull a die from probably Silas Ortiz if if they've been coaching you through playing Call of Violence. They both originally taught you how to play.
1: They did. You can have my d10 geek die, since that's me coaching you with knowledge
3: there's like phone calls that happen at night where you and you and silas are just like going through the game like you have to be good at this game yeah
1: we have like a private discord server it's just me and him
0: yeah i have even better he's in the other ear and he's watching the screen coaching him through what to do next Cyrano de Bergerac, yeah
3: i mean i'm okay with
2: that sure
0: yeah
1: (laughs) cover dude dude you're fine just make sure that you cover her constantly this match this death match right here it's last person standing you get three lives so you know just be careful. If you get killed once, you can take some chances early on, though.
3: All right, let's do this. I feel like this death match. Since this is team death match, what is the Call of Violence equivalent of Facing Worlds?
0: I've not even. I don't facing even know what that is. Oh. Facing Worlds is
2: a board from Unreal Tournament. It's two towers on this asteroid. Oh, I, know. Floating I Actually, in
1: space. know what board this is. Never mind.
3: Yeah, it's it's like one of the most badass boards yep. in Unreal Tournament. Fuck, I want to play tonight.
1: We call. It, I think they call it the Meat Grinder because it's a meat packaging plant.
0: Yes. The
2: meat grinder. Yes. I love it. Okay. And there's
1: just, it's, it's symmetrical. Like, it's like the, somebody designed, like, the half of the meat packing plant, and the middle is, like, the grinder, and yes. then they just mirrored it and stacked it on the other side.
0: And instead of bridges, there are conveyor belts yeah. that, are, that are heading towards the grinder in the center, so mm-hmm. you've constantly got to be moving, yes. because if you stand still, you keep moving. So you'll fall into the grinder. fall in the grinder. And when
2: she loads the board, he tells me instantly, oh, that's the meat grinder. I'm like, oh, you're throwing me into the meat grinder, are you?
3: Yes, there you go. Looking looking slick. All right, I'll set the difficulty. Watch out for the sniper
1: tower up on the right. Um,
3: That is a 12. People camp there. Fucking campers. <laughs> I got a
2: 10. You can buy your way into this, couldn't you? Yes, I could, because I have a three over there, too. There you so go. That's a 13.
1: 13 beats 12. Oh, man, wait to take out that sniper. Oh, duck, duck, because
3: on the left side, I know they're coming. You guys win it by the skin of your teeth, but you play well enough where... Uh, Casey's like, all right, Hotshot. That was actually pretty good. I did not actually think you would make it all the way through the match. I figured you'd blow all three lives by the midpoint. I think I got lucky a couple times, but hey, man, it felt good. Luck is also part of the game. Luck is knowing when to capitalize on a good thing.
1: Zero luck. It's all knowledge. He knew where everything was. Good job with the twitch reflexes, though.
3: I am gonna go talk to my guild master. You are gonna get an invite sweet
2: you gonna ask this girl to prom or what
3: i appreciate that and
2: that's that's really cool yeah there's something else that i wanted to ask you yeah what's up so we got our prom coming up okay yeah and like i've i've never gone to one of those before and all my friends are going and i thought if you'd be interested maybe we could go
3: i totally would be interested cool that's awesome i have a couple friends who go to school at your school so like can we meet up with them Oh, absolutely. They're, Gab- they're magical. Yeah, who who you know? Uh, Gabby and Jesse. Oh, Gabby and Jesse. Okay, yeah, I know them. I thought you might, and I definitely have mentioned them to you. They also thought you were pretty cool. So, one, without Gabby and Jesse, I would love to go to prom with you. I think that would be a lot of fun. But two, if we could also maybe sit with Gabby and Jesse. Sure. That would be very awesome. Excellent. You hearing in your other ear? No, there were some of them in our goddamn Junior <laughs> Guardians class. Yes, isn't that interesting? This is going to be fun. Yeah, I will ping both of them to let them know that I'm coming to prom and they can work out, like, details and stuff with you. You guys can just put me in a group chat, but, like, I know you're going to see them at school and stuff.
2: Yeah, and I'll grab tickets and, you know, we'll, we'll figure out the rest of the details. I
3: don't want to make you uncomfortable, but, like, I can PayPal you if you need, like, any cash for tickets or anything. Um,
2: you know what? <laughs> I feel terrible saying it. I, I said it without even thinking about look, what my don't bank
3: even, account looks like. <laughs> look, don't even worry about it. Don't that even worry about it. would be awesome. I appreciate it. I got you covered. Like, don't worry about this. Go meet up with Gabby and Jesse. Okay. Totally fine. Cool. Anyway, are you ready for another round? Actually, I gotta, I gotta go take care of some stuff here at home. Gonna take a deep breath now? Yeah, yeah. Which one was scary, the meat grinder or asking me to problem? Not gonna lie, the meat grinder? That's fair. <laughs> That's some wild shit. <laughs> That's fair. The meat grinder is pretty scary. You were doing pretty good on the prom front. I would have still said yes if you had sucked at the meat grinder. <laughs> but it'll also be cool to get you in with the guild. They're going to love you.
2: All right, I'll catch up with you later. Cool. Click. Holy shit, I lied. The meat grinder was not the hardest part. <laughs> and I'm doing this just to get undercover. Yeah. That I was mean, still hard. Was it really? You just lied, essentially. I know, but it was, it's weird. Unless I never, you really like her. I never... I mean, she's cool. She's a fucking cultist. I mean, we don't know how deep she is in that's the part that sucks. She's actually kind of cool.
1: You should sure I tell T. I text T. T, don't trust Jesse or Gabby. They are cultists. Oh, shit.
2: I wonder how deep this thing goes.
1: How do you know? Because they're friends with Casey and part of the Worm Guild on huh, call of violence? Well, crap.
0: I guess that doesn't really change much, just that we have to be careful around them. Correct. And you two should probably put on even more of a show of not getting along around them. Uh, do we need to go any farther with what we've got? No, I mean if you guys like we're about to pull off the promposal, so tomorrow you guys should help the promposal but also stay a
1: distance from each other kind of thing. Sure. Ew, I haven't got a better one than that. You're poor, man. I'm going to start calling
2: you renegade whatever works. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to call you on that shit.
2: It's fine. Okay. Okay, so I just did a whole bunch of lying and faking. Well, you know, deceptions in my blood. So, all right, let's do this thing. I need to go help my mom and then get ready for school tomorrow. And. Okay, good night, guys.
1: Can I have a scene real quick with Lisa? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, I've sold 75 tickets. What do you want? You're my guy. No, I'm not.
3: I mean, nobody sold as many tickets as you have. Good. Are we done with this whole you yelling at me thing? We're done with me yelling at you. Thank you. Hug it out? Yes, we can hug it out. She gives you a hug. She's like, sorry I'm such a pain in the ass about Decathlon.
1: You're still the captain of the academic Decathlon team. It's going to look good on your college transcripts. I don't know what you're worried about.
3: I know, but I also want to be
1: champion. We got next year. We in fact have next year. Just make sure
3: that you don't destroy Arlo in the process. He's going to be just fine. He's got a lot of studying to do this summer. Oh my god!
1: Don't you have fun ever? He's going to have fun. I didn't need to know that. Here, have this cappuccino. I'm leaving.
3: You're my, you're my best salesman. You're welcome. She smiles. Like she takes a sip of the cappuccino. She laughs a little to herself. She smiles. It's uh, junior guardians practice right after school. You guys are all in the grove. Everybody's there. Bo, Robinson, yep. Gabby, Jesse, uh, the rest of the class. You guys are all there hanging out, training, stuff like that.
0: I'll sit next to Bo. I'm like, Bo, don't tell anybody. But just pay attention when we get up. Something's going to happen today during in the Grove. You're going to want to see this.
3: All right. I'm going to not sleep then.
0: Yeah. Don't sleep this one. Okay. It'll be worth I'm going to be
3: real still. I'm just going to sit here on my hands.
0: Well, I'll sit with you until it's time.
3: Okay. And she, like, leans in mm-hmm. in the exact no personal boundary space, right? She just yeah. leans into you. Yeah. I drop on
0: an arm around her shoulder.
1: I'm so happy and so jealous at the same time. for tea.
0: Those two are so cute. Yeah, they are. You guys ready? Yep. Let's do it. I'll give her a playful little pat on the head, and I'm like, okay, pad. this is gonna be it. And I stand up and start heading over towards where Silas is. Or she can turn the music on. So I'll start this thing off by creating a bunch of,
3: like, snow crystals that are floating in the air.
0: And then sand starts to swirl.
3: And it all starts to move. And then at that point, everybody's phone starts playing the (laughs) NSYNC song, Uh but not all at the same time. It starts coming on like different singers. Mm -hmm. Like Archie just hijacks everybody's phone to start playing it. Everybody stops like fights, you know, fighting stops, (laughs) casting stops. It's clear that a proposal is about to go down, but the target of the Mm proposal and the caster of the proposal is not known yet.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I got a feeling everybody knows when their phones are being hijacked that Archie's (laughs) involved. Yes.
3: And Archie comes like striding forward and Mm -hmm. is like, Robinson? And Robinson like looks up eyes wide like, yes, I'd like to ask you a question. And then like breaks into song and up comes the shadow figures that start dancing with them. Music's playing on everybody's phone, snow and turning little shapes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. All right. Give me the promposal role. In this case, I'm going to lower the difficulty for casting this. There is so much magic under the dome right now, and everybody's like really charged up and excited that this is a pretty easy role for you guys to cast against.
1: Magical proposal is the best promposal.
2: This is true. I mean, if you're going to do one.
1: Especially for a magical knight. He's going to build this thing.
0: You can do it this time.
1: Um, sure. D8 for performer, because that mm-hmm. makes sense. D8 for mage, because this is all magic. It could be school too, but I got, I'm going to do the mage thing, because this is all sure. the, all the mm-hmm. mage stuff. I mean, I'm the one making the snow, so Frozen Soul of Tom, I my own will also go in there. Mm-hmm. What do you got? The prom puzzle at D10 right there? Yep. Oh, who wants to give me a die? I'll give you a D10 for my magic pool. Cool.
0: There this we go. Is definitely magic. This is my control.
1: That's 2D10 and 3D8. I'm, I'm good there. Go ahead. You can set this thing.
0: Uh, Seven.
3: It's fine. I got a 16. It goes off. It's got everything. Swirling snow, multiple dancers, Archie like going like full out, clearly went home and rehearsed all of the choreography from like the video. Has all the moves. When the music stops, he holds out his phone and then a like hologram springs up and says like, "Will you go to prom with me?" And Robinson's like, yes and like just like scoops him up because he's way bigger than archie's like scoops him up and hugs him and everybody starts clapping and like there's snow on people there's (laughs) i turn around and i fist bump t and then i turn my back and i walk away towards the edge of the grove okay um i'm going to take promposal off the table for both of your heroic successes in both casting this and before Robbie is so excited that if you guys ever need a favor, which is what Robbie tells you guys, Mm -hmm. like if you ever need anything, just let me
0: know. Oh,
3: like you guys are so awesome.
0: I will walk back over to Bo.
3: And I guess I'm not going to have to eat this this ticket. No, (laughs) not at all.
0: (laughs) Was that worth staying awake for? She's like, that was awesome. (laughs) She's like, that was so cool. How long have you known this was going to go on? A couple of days we've been practicing. Remember, I kept telling you I had to go do some extra training in the grove. This is what I meant. Smart. As you're walking away,
3: Gabby and Jesse break off and follow you out of the woods. And they're like, hey. Hey. Gunny, how are you? Well, I'm good. Hey, I that heard went pretty well, didn't it? it? It was quite a spectacle. You did a very nice job. We just heard that we all have a friend in common. Yeah. Casey. Yeah. Casey's awesome. Yeah, she's great. And I, I assume you know that she's part of the guild. Oh, yeah. And I hear... I heard that um, you're going to be joining the guild.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's going to try and get me an invite.
3: Yeah, I, don't worry about the try. It's going to happen. We heard you did spectacularly well in the meat grinder. That was a hell of a match. It's awesome. So here's the thing. We were talking besides some um, COV, like, what are you into? Like, Casey says you're really cool. What if we showed you something? Like, can you keep a secret? Oh, yeah. Jesse looks over at Gabby and Gabby, like, shakes her head. Like, clearly Gabby's, like, in charge. Let's get out of here, like, away from the Grove and stuff. Do you want to get, like, a bite to eat? Like, hit McDonald's or something? Yeah, I should have a little bit of time. Okay. i help my mom at the store. Let's go get some burgers and shakes or something. Okay. Gabby has a car. hmm It's, like, a cute car. It's not, like, super expensive, but it's nice. And you guys are sitting at McDonald's. You're joining the Worm Clan. hmm So we do more than just play Call of Violence. Okay. And thinking that you maybe, maybe you want to try something. Okay, what do you have in mind? Well, prom's expensive. Tickets, talks, limos, things like that. You know, you're a lot like us. You're not like Silas or T. We have part-time jobs, had part-time jobs for a while. So what if there was like a little magic that could kind of, you know, help things out? Is that something you might be down for (laughs) trying?
2: I ain't gonna lie. If I could help take some of the load off of my mom, put in a few less hours at the store, spend a little more time hanging out with the gang. Playing Call of Violence or something.
3: You need the platinum package to do all the, you know, guild raids and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, don't worry. We have a way to make that happen. It's not exactly veil legal. Look,
2: if you guys are worried about me hanging out with Silas, we kind of had it out. Sell this to me. This would be good to. This is definitely a D8 difficulty. We're going to definitely emo this up. And I'm going to flex my lion muscles with my renegade talents. When I use Sins of the Father, I can earn a plot point when I do something that runs counter to the Veil.
3: This is definitely counter to the Veil.
2: So
0: that'll be a thing. What else is on the table?
2: Nothing, um, really. Yeah, Nothing the table's really kind of can... bare
3: right now.
1: We haven't done a lot to help set him up for yeah. for this. Unless, unless I could have created an asset at some point in time to like roll against it to like put the rift between me and Gunny.
3: Um, nobody's scrutinizing it, so this is just a D6 difficulty.
1: Yeah, this is my Son of the Flameworth versus... Plus my... uh. Plus my veil, because I'm trying to work in inside of the veil, plus my performer, because I'm performing. Sure.
3: Do you want to make this at a d6 difficulty, or you want to make a d8?
1: I will make it at a d6. Okay, sounds good. Okay, I got a 7. I got an 8, and I will spend the plot point to make it usable by everybody, really. I need to spend it so that gunny can use it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're going to get a d6 out of it?
2: Yep. yep. Thank you. I will bump
3: my renegade, and my sins of the father down. That's yours? Because in reality, you're working in the... Cause of the veil. Mm-hmm. So let me reset my dice. This is a D8 difficulty to convince Gabby, and then Gabby's got a D6 distinction as a uh, member of the Worm Clan.
2: All right, bring me a death. Oh. All
3: right, that's going to be an eight total.
2: Booyah. I got a sixteen.
3: Nice roll, man. Yeah. yeah, That's a nice roll with that plot, and you already got the, and you got the plot point out of it too. All right, you sell it so well that even Jesse who was reluctant. Gabby was like all hot to just be like, oh, you're in, you're in kind of thing. And Jesse was kind of like, the whole time was like, chill out, man. Like, but like, as you're talking, they go down the path of like talking about like Silas's money.
2: You know how hard it is to be friends with a guy with that kind of money
3: when you can't rub two friggin' dimes together? Seriously, right? Listen, here's the bullshit about this, right? What does prosperity magic actually hurt? No one. Just gives you a little more money. I don't know this, but if I had to bet, I'm betting that the Flamesworths and all of those guys got in on the prosperity magic before the veil clamped down on it, got their fortunes and then like, psh, nope, no more prosperity magic. There's reasons why some veil families are just well off. Where does that come from? Why can't people like us have access to that kind of magic?
2: I mean, we use magic to help out in all kinds of other ways.
3: Why not be able to help yourself? Or, like you said, your mom. I'm sure your mom would like to not have to worry about a car payment or something. Truth. All right. Here's the deal. We got, like, a little ritual. You just take it, you do the ritual, and if it works, you're going to prove it to us by buying something expensive and bringing it back to us. Doesn't matter what it is. Just buy whatever. Okay. That way we know you can cast it. If you can cast this ritual, like if your magic chops are good enough to cast this ritual, then uh, we'll introduce you to the rest of the magic side of the clan where a bunch of us are doing this stuff. And you'll be able to get your platinum subscription, that new graphics card you're going to need because I'm betting you need a new graphics card. Like, you're going to be able to do all that stuff. I can't tell you too much more about it because you got to prove your magical chops here. Kind of the same way you did with the meat grinder. She's like, hang on, I'm going to text you this PDF. All right. just. Go follow that, do what it says, and come back with something expensive. Okay. You're going to love it. All right. You want anything else? My treat.
0: No, I'm good. I got to get home.
3: Okay. Have fun with that.
0: All right. For the next day or two, when he's around you guys, he seems like he doesn't talk much about the upcoming plans. Like he's got something on his mind. Like you guys bring it up. He's like, uh-huh. And, and he like just sits down and of like avoids talking with you guys about what's coming up next.
1: All right, I would like to set a scene where I am just alone with T somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead set that up. We're we're walking in the parking lot to our cars after school. Mm -hmm. I stop you. I stand in front of you, which is intimidating because you're like, you know, way bigger than I am. Yeah, but T stops. What's going on, man?
0: What do you mean? You've got something on your mind. Something's not right. Okay, you know I'm like all about helping the veil on this thing, right? Sure. I might be doing a really dick move here. What's that? I really like Bo. Okay. She's really excited about the prom. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to be there, and half the time we're going to be there, I'm going to be looking around at everything else but her. I want to focus on her, but I got to help them, and shit could go down, and this could wreck what she wants to have as a really wonderful night. I might need to tell her ahead of time that something is going to go down so that she has a chance to back out if she doesn't want to ruin her night.
1: So here's what you do. You talk to Miss Cortez, make sure it's okay to loop her in, and then
0: loop her in. Yeah, that would work too. Doesn't feel right lying to her. I haven't yet. But like the closer we get to this, the more difficult. So yeah, I'll talk to Miss Cortez about this.
1: I have to tell you, buddy. Yeah. I'm glad that you're on this with me. But you might want to think about how you feel right now because maybe this kind of work in the future is not for you.
0: It might not be. This will be the way to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, I would go that way. I'll let Silas react to this how he wants to. T almost spontaneously hugs him. Like leans in like he's going to hug him and then stops for a second because the last time he did this, they fought. He's like, that's great. Um, no. No, we're good. Fist bump. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. <laughs> great. He's like, I go to talk to Miss Cortez. And he turns around and walks right back in the building.
1: When he walks away, I'm like, getting hugged by a mountain does not sound appealing. And then I walk to my car.
3: <laughs> you see Miss Cortez. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, Miss Cortez is like, one, I kind of knew Gabby and Jesse were up to something. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of distant for most of the class. I can't tell you for sure if Bo is or isn't, but I don't think so. Bo's not super close with everybody else in the group. I mean, everybody likes Bo. She laughs. She's like, you know, she sleeps through a lot of the um, <laughs> practice. A lot of people can't access her magic where she is. Okay. What I'm saying is, I don't think she's conspiring with anyone.
0: Oh, no, I don't. I don't think so either. I, I don't think she'd be interested in that sort of thing. She doesn't seem very materialistic at all. Right. I yeah. think it's safe to tell her. Okay.
3: I don't think it's going to harm anything if you tell her. I don't think she's close enough to anyone where she would feel compelled to have to say something about it.
0: All right. I just feel like I got to give her that option, or if she just wants to back out entirely. I think that's very nice of you.
3: And I think it's honestly pretty responsible. I support your decision. All right, then. Where do you go to cast the ritual,
2: Gunny? I'm sure as hell not doing it at home. Okay. And I want to tell Mr. Flamesworth about the ritual, show him the. The PDF. Tell them who's part of the
3: conspiracy. I mean, you can do most of that through Silas, right? Yeah, you guys are still talking to each other. Yeah,
1: we have a private Discord channel yeah. that yeah. we can talk on.
3: So I need a good place to do this. As long
1: as they don't have an internet mage, we're fine.
2: <laughs>
1: if they do, we're fucked. But you know, Could be. such as such as life, apparently.
2: Yeah. The way it works. Yeah, I need a good place to do this. Um, I can't do it at home. I don't want to do it in the Grove because somebody might come by. You definitely don't want to do it in the Grove. No. I don't know. You got any thoughts? Say under the bleachers at the school. It's right across the street from you. All right. I will do it under the bleachers. And master is in your blood.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally son of a Flamesworth. So the PDF tells you to do the following. It says get a blank gift card. It can be a previously used gift card. It can be one of those ones that like they sell at like convenience stores and stuff where mm-hmm. you have to like charge them up. You may even have them. I'm pretty sure we have them. Yes. It doesn't matter what kind it is, but the ritual is going to put a couple hundred dollars on it. You know, if you grab an Amazon card, it's a couple hundred dollars on Amazon. If it's a Starbucks card, it's a couple hundred bucks on a Starbucks card. Pick your card appropriately. I will grab an Amazon card. Okay, uh, you will need to cast this ritual. No other particulars besides just a blank card. Um, I mean, it has it lays yeah. out how like how did, what you need to do and yeah. how you need to cast it, but but its focus is. You basically, you're going to make like a little circle, you're going to put the card in the center, and then you're going to cast onto it money. Okay. You're going to will money into it. All right, it's clearly emo. All right, I'm going to tell you the difficulty for this is a D8, oh. and there's a distinction on it. Are we using ritual rules? Um, it is a ritual. Yeah. It does require a roll, though. That is one of the options for a ritual. It does require a roll. Okay. It required two things. It required the card, and it requires you to actually roll to make this happen. Okay. After this, you do not have to roll. All right. But it is ritual magic, yes. And the distinction, they don't teach this anywhere. Like, of course. You have a set of instructions, and this is, you're like, this is not like any veil magic I've seen before. I assume I can pull from my mana pool. Yeah.
2: All right. So I'll grab an eight from there. Uh, so I'm looking at a 10 and three eights. Okay. I have two sixes, a 12. I do have a one for you. Oh, thank you. That was a 12? Yep. I will happily take that one.
3: How does an 18 sound? Oh. 18 is lovely. That's a heroic success. First of all, take your plot point. You have now picked up the trait easy money is easy, d6. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Casting this boy. That was a piece of cake. Yeah, it's not only a piece of cake, it's a little addicting. Uh, With your heroic success, you have not only charged up the card, but you understand the greater structure of this ritual, meaning that you could using the ritual magic rules do this for other things that are not gift cards like bank accounts car payments mortgages things like that like you could build a ritual to like pay off a car if you had like the bill for the car or pay off a mortgage student loans those kinds of things yeah you'd have to do some work right that's not a Uh that's not a give me Uh but like With your role, you're like, oh, I understand the structure of how this ritual works. I could hack this ritual. Okay. And then, like, you put the numbers in for the Amazon card and you have, like, $500 in Amazon credit. Excellent. Send a gift to Gabby. Something expensive. Something expensive, like a $200. Oh, like, it could be, I mean, it could be, like, literally clothes, it could be jewelry. Make it hilarious. Send her a $200 kitchen mixer. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, those kitchen mixers are KitchenAid uh, kitchen Look, Aid, appliances. They're yeah. super
1: nice that to things... us at our at our advanced age, but to a teenager, it's pretty. Correct, funny. It,
3: it's, it is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, tell me if somebody—I mean, somebody sent me one, I'd be super happy. Yeah, okay, <laughs> somebody did send me one actually, you were, you were super. I was happy. super happy. Yeah, yeah. KitchenAid
2: yeah. stand mixer is a, is an appropriately expensive, one. and that's
3: like a three. Uh, that's easily a three hundred dollars. Yes, yep. yes, I yep. will do that. It's also big and stupidly heavy. <laughs> yes, and you can get them in bright colors, so like you can send a. Like bright red one, I, I feel like that's pretty good, right? Yeah, I yeah. can
2: finagle Gabby's address from
3: somewhere easily. Oh, you can get it. Um, it's on the guild server. There you go. That is which the, you're now part of. Yes,
1: that is the end of it's a magical night recording one. Uh, let's do stars and wishes while we're here. I got big stars for Jerry. I think Jerry every time he opened his mouth, he had a good idea or had a good scene. So good job, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah, I thought I thought Jerry had an exceedingly good night yes. of play.
3: I agree. Good session for Jerry.
1: I like I like their I like Bo's relationship. I with him too. it's
3: adorable i'm very happy about it it's fun to watch very cute i was pleasantly uncomfortable with the rift between you two like i did not enjoy it it's totally fake i'm sure but it's yes. still uncomfortable to listen to yeah, which I means you.: i felt like guys, you did a
2: really nice job of uh of, of, of working that
1: i could be terrible. i can be a terrible human being when i want to be <laughs> i don't like doing it but i can be
0: yeah i was definitely uncomfortable by it so i you. loved silas talking to robbie that entire scene where he was trying to feel yeah. Robbie out was perfect. Robbie's being oblivious like, yep. like fun so of it. many of us. That's
1: mostly on Phil. Like, Phil <laughs> being oblivious as Robbie, such a good job. No, but the way you job. played off it, though, was yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of fun.
3: I had, I had fun playing, I think, all the NPCs today. Like, they were all fun today.
1: Like, like I said, every time Jerry opened his mouth, it was a great idea. Like, the, the Cicero thing being in Bob's ear while Bob is talking to Casey. Yep. That was yep. so good. It also helps the scenes where I have to be mean to Gunny. So that means it's like,
3: it's not real. Like, it yep. shows that it's not real. I really liked the um, scene with May and yes. Silas. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, it was something that, for those who hear this, like, we were, this is the second time we're recording this because I lost the first recording. It wasn't in the first recording.
3: Yeah, we didn't do that. It, it wasn't. I think it's going to wind up being a really good scene when we play out this whole story.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciated every time you let me have a scene with Lisa so I could break up the seriousness of what was going on with something humorous.
3: Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that was good. You guys called out a lot of good scenes. Like, I was, um, like, you guys made it very easy tonight in terms of handling, chatting with each other, as well as plotting stuff.
1: It's fun to be the sea story sometimes, so I could do things
0: like that. Yeah. Stars, I loved the scene with T and his mom. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was Mm -hmm. really good. Wishes, I want the scene where T brings Bo home for the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have zero problem with that scene. (laughs) That'll
3: be hilarious. Is it going to be on the day of the prom?
0: No, it'll be beforehand. Oh, okay. He, right. he would definitely, like, if Bo doesn't break up with him for him basically ruining her prom for her ahead of time, then he would bring her home. He's, that's why he hasn't brought her home yet, is that he's like, this whole thing could just blow up in his face.
1: I got big stars for, for all of Gunny's stuff with this money and this cult, and I'm not sure if Gunny should not, like, be a part of that or not. Like, I'm, I can almost feel the fact, I, the problem is I know Bob. So I don't know what Bob's going to do, but I have a pretty good idea what Bob's going to do. Bob generally plays good people. So it'll be interesting to see if he goes to the dark side or not, because that would be a, a, a different move for Bob. So my, I guess my wish there is to see is is to see what happens, to to be surprised at what happens. Easy money's
0: easy. E- Either way, I want to, I, I, I want to see and I expect to see the inner turmoil. Yeah. There's going to, this is not just going to be a, well, I'm just going to gonna. The
2: yeah. big star for the obvious seduction of the dark side calling to Gunny, like it played out perfectly and i love it and and it'll be very interesting to see (laughs) where it goes it's such a good story yeah and uh for a wish just because uh, of some of the other thoughts that i've had previously uh, i would like to have there be at some point a scene where uh, his sister amethyst finds out that gunny's got a date to the prom to see what her reaction is because you know she kind of digs me You know, that's true. That happened. And so, you know, how disappointed will she be when she finds out Gunny's got a date to the prom?
0: And then when she finds out it was all just a plan, uh, stars and wishes again, it was fun to interact with the other members of the junior guardians. Mm -hmm. Those of you who are just coming in, uh, Bo and Ash and the rest of them were created by a lot of the Slack room members. Yeah. Yeah. And they created some very interesting characters. It was fun to interact with them again. I'd like to, and Mm -hmm. wishes. I'd like to do that more. I'd like to have them more as ancillary characters as we bounce in and out. See them in school as opposed to always in the Grove.
1: Phil, did you have like a question that you utilized from the Slack room for, for this particular No, this one was, um,
3: this one, this, uh, for this you story. Had a, you had an idea. Yeah, well, I knew where I was headed. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And, and a large part of that has to do, and I think we're going to talk about this in an upcoming episode, a lot of it had to do with how much came out of story three. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do a prom thing because it's school. Right. Sure, and that's, sure. a very, that's a very school thing to do. Mm-hmm. But like, so much material came out of story three that this story four became a lot bigger, like a lot heavier in the narrative mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to be originally. So I'm actually pretty excited. And yeah, I, I didn't need a question. Um, I scanned through the questions, but there wasn't anyone like that I could pull for prom. So makes sense. Yeah.
1: Uh, I guess my last story I, I appreciate the fact that I got to, instead of. Like story three, Silas needed to be helped by the other members of this crew In story four, Silas gets to help everybody. Yeah. That makes me happy.
3: Yeah. I actually Mm -hmm. really like, I'll say this because it it pertains to you guys as well in in our other group. Chris, you've done a really good job of switching from being like the, a story to not the, a story at different times. Like you've done it here. You've done it in ox where sometimes like we've done like in the past we've done things that have been very very much like story three had a very very large silas component to Mm -hmm. it where right now you've pulled back like really nicely to just let the story really play out for gunny and you know before the story's done those roles will shuffle a bit as well while still being silas still get to be silas exactly so yeah you've done a really nice job and it's really nice because it changes like the flow at the table in a way that's like really like it's really interesting and fun
1: yeah, it's nice. I like it. I like being able to see these other characters and, and see the spotlight on them to like show off who they are.
3: Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Very cool. Right.
1: That was really fun. That was a really fun session.
2: Mm-hmm. Good times.
3: I think I even like that one better than the one we recorded. Yeah. In the
1: I wasn't sure how I would feel about it. Like Halfway through, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not
0: sure which, which way I like it better, but I think by the end of it, I like the second version I, better. I think that the second version worked better because we had some idea going into it of what we were going to do, so we had a better chance to think. So we weren't quite he was certainly more efficient about it. There
2: yep. were a few subtle changes. Yep. There was the additional scene with Messamay, which yes. I thought was awesome. There was more Bo T stuff, which more I liked Bo a lot. Bo T stuff, which yeah. I liked a lot, yes. Absolutely. Wait
3: till we ship that. Oh, yeah.
2: The
0: yeah. T-Bow? The T-Bow? <laughs> the T-Bow? No. <laughs> the Neal. The Neal It's going to be Bo T. It's going to be Bo T. Bo Absolutely D- no T-Bow. Bo-D- McProm face. I am, I am, I am, t- <laughs> am X-Carding T-Bow right now. That's, That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. No,
3: we won't talk about the, it anymore. the X-Card. Thank you. I like Bodie. I like Bodie. Bodie McProm face. Bodhi McProm face. Bodhi
1: McProm face. All right. Uh, right, Well, well, we will talk to you all soon. uh, If you hear the end of this, which you probably will, so take it easy, everybody. Bye bye. Bye, everyone. everyone. Bye bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Misdirected Mark Plays. Now, let's do
4: some Patreon channels before we get out of here. Let's start with the Royal Court. The Polish Ogre, who is our very own Polish Ogre. Ty Prunty, also known as Lord Time Ogre. Lars Henrik Evjan, the Lord Out of Time. Jim, the Royal Merchant Emeritus, Chromatic Chameleon, the Queen's Spy Mistress,
1: J.T. Evans, the Queen's Librarian, Schmidty, the Keeper of the Labyrinth, Andrew Dacey, the Warden of Whiskies, John Carney, the Court Necromancer, Craig, the Lord of One Name, Tiberius Starcrash Smith, the Baron of Britannia, Eric Bontz, the were and Kevin Lovecraft, the Royal Beard. Now, we have a bunch of other patrons that get a shout out here, too. Thank you so much. John, Chris Constantine, Miko Froelich, Eric Simon, Athelus, Not That Billy Mitchell, Fiona, Kathleen Halperin, Christopher Gamelk, Michael Beck Esperum, Joseph Knoll, Carlos Hepgalema, Michael Draper, Alice Kira, Jim Fitzpatrick, Brantley Harris, Steve Radabaugh, Rory McLeod, Ninjabi, Richard Wyatt, Joseph Peralta, Brian Kurtz, my Brett, not my
4: Brett, but somebody's Brett, Chris Steele, Jared Rasher, Eileen Barnes, and Brandon Barnes. Thank you so much for being our patrons. If you'd like more content like this, you can check it out at misdirectedmark.com. If you're interested in supporting the show and other shows on Misdirected Mark Productions, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com MMP. You can get a whole bunch of stuff there, including extra bonus podcast episodes, material concerning this game, The Children of the Shroud. That includes character sheets, our game rules, some of our setting stuff, and Phil's thoughts from behind the screen. If that's not your thing, then you can just tell a friend about us. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, there are a variety of shows on our network. You can check out Pandas Talking Games with Phil and Senda, where they talk about all kinds of game stuff. The Gnomecast, where a bunch of gnomes get together to talk about gaming topics to avoid being thrown in the stew and Thaco with Advantage, where Ange and Jared talk all about D&D. They're going to talk about it anyway, so why not record it? If that's still not enough content for you, we have a number of other podcasts that we recommend and are friends with. The Tabletop Bellhop, your board game concierge. The Knights of the Night, an excellent AP podcast. Mastering Dungeons, where they talk all about D&D if you want some more D&D stuff. And How to RPG with Sean P. Kelly. You can catch that on YouTube. He's live on Saturday mornings. I'm often in the chat room there. Well, this has been a misdirected Mark production, the media arm of encoded designs. Mic drop. We out.